Okay, so Newcastle. Yeah. All right. When do you win the Premier League? I don't know. I think it's um, they're sensibly looking at it as a long-term project. Yeah. I mean, it was you know everyone kind of started talking about Newcastle when when we you know the new owners came in and oh they're going to buy everyone yeah. and it's going to be like Mbappe. all kinds of stuff you know. But I think they're being sensible with their approach. They're trying to you know build the foundation first and then and then go from there. So when are Newcastle going to win the Premier League? I don't know. Re realistically, you know you've got to be looking at three, four, five years time, it's yeah. not going to be this season or the next, I don't think. Um, and I'm kind of pleased that they're taking that realistic approach. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's, they're just sort of, you know, after all those years of neglect under, under Mike Ashley, and it was, as a Newcastle fan, everyone knows what we're like, we can be a bit fanatical at times, but uh, yeah, it was just, you know, all, all those years of neglect, it, it's going to take a while to sort of put things back in place. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been quite interesting over the summer scene. You know, the, the, the new owners are always getting involved in the local community and stuff like that. And, the, you know, the, they're doing good things with, like, the, the, the ladies at Newcastle yeah. football team. And they, they're getting involved in the youth again. So I've got a friend back home, his, his little boy, who's, I don't know, eight, nine years old now. Uh, they had a, had a tournament and Eddie Howe turned up and sort of handed out the medals for the little kids and stuff like that. And they're, they're very much about sort of getting the community back on side right now in Newcastle because of the neglect that, yeah. that existed. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it's interesting times as a, as a Newcastle fan and uh, yes, yeah, it's really exciting but we, we're trying to remain realistic. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I would guess three, four, five years time is when we'll be serious contenders for, you know, possibly challenging for the, the, the title. I, th I think if any club deserved the takeover, it was Newcastle. I mean, the biggest, the biggest in the north, treated horribly, deserving way, way more. Yeah. I so mean, it, it, it's kind of perfect. New, Newcastle. It's a real special place, and I don't know if you've ever been. No. I'm not originally from Newcastle. I, mean, I don't have a, a really strong northeast accent, but it is like northeast. Um, I lived up uh, in Berwick, which is I don't know, about an hour's north of Newcastle. Okay. Uh, so slight Geordie accent there. Uh, and football up in that part of the world really is a religion. It yeah. really is. It makes um, a big difference to the city of Newcastle and the surrounding area if the team win or not at the weekend it is such a big part of life there it's a one club city so it's not like liverpool who've got liverpool and everton or yeah. Ma manchester's got man city man united and liverpool, obviously london's got a whole host of, it's a one club city um so everyone in the city is is fanatical about newcastle um always have been always will and i think with that in mind when mike ashley uh, bought the place he saw he's a, you know he's a businessman he likes to sell football shirts yeah he does and uh, you know for him it was more of a uh, a an thing outlet. to have yeah a play thing where you know guaranteed to sell shirts and whatnot and all the rest of it and a great place to advertise his his business but um you know we all know that if to achieve anything in the Premier League now you've got to you've got to spend money, money. doesn't always work but yeah. you, you've got to have a little bit of money to spend and you you've got to take risks um, that's true and I think uh, he, he wasn't prepared to do that uh, and in fairness to him we were one of the clubs that were running in the black everyone else was running in the red so um, he got finances on track in that, in that respect um, but yeah, it didn't it didn't make for very yeah. exciting no, it didn't. viewing as a fan. It's it like you got to remember 
we were used to the old days when uh, Alan Shearer, you know, all, all these sorts of guys, and and when Sir John Hall and Freddie Shepherd were involved, at Newcastle were the big spenders, um, and we challenged a couple of times, you know, famously, you know, finishing just behind Man United at yeah. the last minute yeah. and, and all sure. this. So going from that kind of excitement to very little excitement when okay. it come to it, it, was, it was very frustrating. All right, so I have a start, bench, and sell for you. So start one player, bench one player, sell one player. So as a Newcastle fan, I'm going to give you three of the best English strikers of all time. Okay. Rooney, Kane, and Shearer. Right. Start, bench, sell. Mate, Shearer's a god. There's only Ooh. one option there. He, he, like Rooney or who was it? Kane? Yeah. Alan Shearer all day long. He's like the really? greatest okay. striker of all time in the Premier League. So then who are you benching? I would bench... That's a difficult one. Um, I think Kane's pretty clear of Rooney. Uh, well, it, not not it pretty clear, it, but it, it, it depends on the, the game. But yeah, I would, I would, yeah, yeah. Bench Kane, sell Rooney. Rooney. Yeah. Sounds weird to say. It does. Uh, Rooney, you know, great player. I've seen him many a time. Um, he's always had that sort of uh, when he even when he was in top form you know his um, temperament was always questionable yeah. whether he would like you know start Skin a fight or yeah. you know start a fight with the fans or whatever you know but <clears throat> Harry Kane a little bit like Shearer is a consummate professional gets on and does the job so I've based my answer on that okay not on ability okay well I'm ability for Shearer oh, okay <laughs> okay so you guys haven't made any crazy signings this, not yet this window so realistically, who would you like to see brought into the club? Um, well, you say no crazy signings, but I think you know we've made a, a couple of uh, sensible yeah. uh, moves. Matt Target was a no-brainer. He was so so good for us last season. That getting him on a permanent basis and sealing that was was very important. Um, Sven Botman uh, was incredibly interesting. Right? So, I, 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 if I was a striker, midfielder, stroke striker in the Premier League right now. I would be worrying about playing against Newcastle United because you've got Dan Byrne, who's what six foot four, <laughs> yeah, six foot is. five, he's a large man. And, and then Sven Botman is the same. He's like six foot four yeah. or whatever as well. It's like running towards the Alps. Do you know what I mean? And then it's you like John Joe Shelby in front of them. You got Shelby, and big. yeah. And, and if you, if you're running um, towards goal playing against Newcastle, you've got these two man mountains right in front of you, or you can take the sides and you've got Matt Target and Kieran Trippier to contend with. Yeah. You know, so I, I think the defence has been great. I would like to see, to answer your question, what I would like to see coming in, um, I think we desperately need that um, reliable goal-scoring yeah. striker. Um, Not a Callum Wilson fan? I am a Callum Wilson fan, but you know, he, he last season it was a bit unfortunate for him with the injuries and yeah, stuff like that. So, uh, and then you know, uh, we bought in Wood from Burnley which I think was trying to hurt Burnley more than it was tactical yeah. um, is he going to be a great striker for Newcastle probably not Joe Linton obviously was signed as a striker yeah, when we so first put him in but then you know we, we, we saw what happened there and he's doing a fantastic job he's in the midfield Kevin De Bruyne. He's, he's amazing yeah. it's just a total that's the biggest turnaround I've seen in, 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 in a long time but yeah a, a new striker coming in who would I have I don't know um, 
I don't know who, who would be available and, and who would be up for, for, for coming. I think a lot of the players we've bought in have been up for, well, they, you know, we all know they say what they what they must yeah. in front of the cameras, but a lot of them are actually up for the challenge. They are. Uh, Bruno Gamarish, yeah. uh, you know, what a fantastic talent that is. And I think he was quite excited about the he prospect was. of coming into this new project, which yeah. could turn into something crazy. And I think if we could get a, a striker on that basis, as someone that wants to come in and, and be part of this new project, um, I, I saw some crazy news today that I think Bayern Munich are after Harry Kane, which was like kind of crazy. So if he's oh, really? like thinking about moving elsewhere, maybe you know, I don't know. I, I think y'all should go for Ivan Tony. Well, Tony wouldn't be a bad fit yeah. either, you know. But we'll see. We'll see yeah. what happens with that. But I, I, I haven't got any preference right now. But as a Newcastle fan, I would like to see a new. Uh, talent coming in up front that would be up for the challenge of kind of dealing with this new project fair. and what fair it can mean fair. to them long term you know uh, it's very you know guys like Shearer and, and whatnot they, they fully understand because of the fanaticism with the fans in Newcastle if you do a good job you turn into a hero pretty quick and, and I think if you um, if you could if we could land a a good striker at Newcastle right now up for the job that would bang the goals in that you know the the world's the oyster, so we'll, we'll see what happens there. How do you feel about Eddie Howe so far? Eddie Howe? Do you uh, see him bringing a Premier League, it sounds weird to say, do you see him bringing a Premier League title to Newcastle? Okay, so when Eddie Howe first came on the scene, I was kind of, I don't know, I, 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 I was a little bit perplexed because I was expecting us to get like this big name. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, I kind of half kind of thought that Rafa Benitez might have come back oh, under really? I kind of okay. I thought well that might happen or whatever but when Howe came in I thought okay um, you know he's used to um, getting the best out of people yeah um, he's uh, unassuming but at the same time this amazing football mind um, I don't think he's ever had the opportunity to play around with big money before yeah. so uh, historically you get these managers that are excellent at bringing out the best in, with what they've got uh, which I think Eddie Howe is uh, and then you get these managers which are experienced and they really know what they're doing when it comes to spending the big money um, so we'll see how it goes At so far zero complaints the guy I has been hard, yeah. he's been astounding for Newcastle United um, off, both on and off the, the pitch by the way because like I mentioned before he's he understands that in Newcastle you have to be become part of the city you've got to get involved in with the fans um, you've got to get involved in you know the, 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 the youth stuff and all this kind of, so I think it's exciting for him and first my personal opinion of Eddie Howe is I hope he gets a good long tenure there and he gets to really kind of work with it because so far he hasn't really made any mistakes no, um, we'll see how that when you know two three years down the road when they, they probably want to start spending more money mm -hmm. we'll see how he, how he copes with that but so far I cannot fault the guy at all he's he's been an absolute breath of fresh air to, to Newcastle um, and he's yeah he, he, he's superb um, and I hope he's got a great future there and we'll see what happens Definitely. Okay, so I got hot takes from around the league. Mm -hmm. So just give me your thoughts on them. Mm -hmm. Brighton could be top six if they had a clinical striker. Uh, Brighton, if they had a clinical striker. Well, I think you could say that about most clubs in the Premier League, to be honest with you. Um, but 
Uh, can't see it. No. 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 Okay. I can't All see right. it right in top six. All right. Foden or Mount? Foden or Mount? Foden. I like, uh, he's an exciting player to watch, you know, he's got a lot of natural flair. He does. Uh, he's got that little sort of bit of old-fashioned fight in yeah, him as well. Paul Gascoigne? Paul Gascoigne is one of my uh, heroes. Yeah. Um, and I, I grew up with Paul Gascoigne. I've met him uh, many a time. Really? A good friend of mine. Uh, yeah, he knows him very, very well. Uh, yeah, introduced me a couple of times. But, uh, yeah, he's got that kind of Gascoigne. Yeah. Uh, the, natural the natural ability. ability. The natural ability into, to be able to run at yeah, players. You can just tell the way he moves with the ball yeah. at his feet. I don't, you're probably too young to remember, but Paul Gascoigne, when he got his feet at the ball, he could dribble it really, really well. Yeah. But what he used to do is he used to flare his arms out slightly so nobody could get to the ball. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Foden's kind of got that a little bit where he can kind of he can keep the ball really yeah. well. and He's an exciting player, so Foden for me. Okay, Pep over Sir Alex Ferguson in the Premier League. Pep has done more. He, he has, um, but he's done more with... Uh, a lot of money in his pocket and uh, he's done it with something kind of you know a few other managers kind of helped set it up beforehand Alex Ferguson came into Man United when they were not the best yeah uh, he nearly got he nearly got fired in his first year but then he you know Alex Ferguson you've got to understand with that guy he is a an amazing football mind an amazing man manager and he got something out of nothing and he did that through investing in the youth. Let's face it, all the all the guys that we, yeah, he had some, you know, he had some great players at the start there, Brian McClare, all these sorts of guys. Bringing in and Eric Cantona was a masterclass yeah. move. Um, but you know, for the longevity of Manchester United, he realised that you had to invest in in, in in the youth policy. And what came from that? David Beckham, Paul Scholes, Ryan Giggs, the Neville brothers, Nicky Butt, all these guys. And that come through uh, his confidence in, in the youth process and uh, giving these guys a chance. I think a lot of clubs now have a youth policy, but they they don't always give uh, you know guys a chance to break into the first team. Yeah, and he did, and it worked, and it worked really well. <laughs> I mean, look it's at true, those those, true. those guys. You know, will we'll go down in history, and it was all down to his his um, vision. Whereas I think with Pep. Uh, who is a fantastic manager I'm not pulling them down in any way shape or form he's coming to a club with a lot of money under the belt which we'll probably have further down line at some point once Howe's had his, had his time but he, he's coming to a club with a lot of money under the belt um, he's used to spending that kind of money yeah. from where he's been before um, yeah so for me historically uh, in 50 years time when people look back they'll probably remember Ferguson more than, than Pep when That's it comes fair. to the Premiership. That's fair. Okay. World Cup question. Okay. England win the World Cup next year. Wow. Or I guess this year. Wow. That, huh? would, be, that would be great. That would be great? <laughs> <laughs> You're backing it? Yeah. I mean, I, I so for the Euros, were, were you in here for it? I wasn't. I only came across to the States in September. I was still oh. back in, in, in the northeast of England. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I, the line was out the block. I heard here. Yeah. So I, me and my friends couldn't get in. So we went over to the Irishman. Okay. And we watched it there, and it was heartbreaking. It was. It was. I can only imagine the the atmosphere yeah. in England. Yeah, uh, it was kind of. So I've I've got to be careful here because uh, 
I actually spent part of my childhood through my father's work. I, I lived in Italy for a couple of years when, as a child. You know, I went to, to school in Italy for two years. Oh wow! Uh, and I've got a lot of friends back home in the UK who are Italian or half Italian. Uh -huh. And uh, yeah, um, I've always had a keen interest in Italy. But let's face it, they've not always played fair. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, when you've got players getting grabbed by the back of their shirts, dragged onto the ground, it was kind of should have been a red. Should have been a straight red. But there you go. You can't look back. You can't look back because you'll just get bitter about these things, and I yeah. don't want to do that. But yeah, I think uh, it's probably, and we've we, you know, England fans are notorious for this. Every World Cup, every European Championships, we think it's we're going to win it. It's coming home. But uh, to to be realistic, um, my favourite World Cup of all time. I was a young teenager, uh, was Italia 90, uh, because of Paul Gascoigne, uh, you know, we had Gary Lineker, we had some great players at the time, but to be honest with you, this crop of players we've got right now, um, there's a lot of talent there. There is. And uh, other, other nationalities have maybe suffered a little bit, I don't think the Germans are possibly firing on all cylinders yeah, compared no. to what they have been over the last few decades internationally so we've got a really great chance a really great chance but you know like and I say we Italy, always say that Italy aren't even in the World Cup exactly so but I, I, mean, I don't know who's stopping it it's going to be funny I, I, hey there are certain teams you can never write off yeah. Germans included German um, you know Brazil whatever you know there's the, the, the classic international uh, squads that you know you always expect to do well at World Cups um, but I think um yeah, and then they've got a really good shot. They've got a good shot. I'm not going to say it's coming home just yet, but <laughs> it, it, we've got a really, really good shot. Uh, there's some really talented players there. Uh, I, I think from what you can see, there's a, a lot of confidence. Yeah, there is. Which I think over the last 20, 30 years, they haven't always had. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the, the golden era with, with Beckham and all these guys, fantastic players, but sometimes you used to watch them these guys playing as a team and didn't quite have that same kind of confidence that you feel with the, the present squad. Uh, you know, Gerard and, and, and Beckham and all these great players that just couldn't quite get it right. Yeah, but these guys seem to be... You know, I think, how, how do you feel Southgate's doing? I, I, I back him, actually. Yeah. Um, let's face it, he's done pretty well. Uh, it's the it's probably one of the toughest jobs out there. Yeah. Well, there's there's two really tough jobs. Is like managing for me, managing Newcastle United and managing England. Uh, you know, we, we were lucky to have the legend Sir Bobby Robson. Uh, we did both. Um, and you know, once again, it's a generational thing. But yeah. I, I grew up with you know Italia '90 and Mexico '86 and watching Sir Bobby Robson at the helm, um, and he came so close as we all, all remember in '90. But yeah, I mean Southgate. Since then, I mean we, we've had a few uh, big name managers, Sven Goran Eriksson, and, and all these sorts of guys who should have gotten more out of the squad that was there, to be honest. But um, Southgate, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's doing a good job. I mean, who, who'd replace him right now? Who else could we have? I don't know. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think he should. If this English English thing doesn't work out, I think he could be the first English manager to win the Premier League. Um, no, that would be Eddie Howe. Oh, <laughs> that'll be Eddie Howe. <laughs> You're confident with Eddie Howe. I like I'm, it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I think he'll get there. That's awesome. All right. Well, that's all I got for you.